Triple M rocks the NRL 24-7 through the Triple M app. Thanks to Ream. Steady, hot and strong. Install a Ream. Let's get underway. Saturdays were made for this. The biggest names and the biggest games are right here. Triple M rocks the NRL. Thanks to our mates at King G. Welcome to the Triple M Saturday Scrum. G'day everybody, lovely to have your company on a beautiful Saturday afternoon. Plenty of uh, footy ahead of us, uh, a few games already gone. We're going to uh, dig deep into those and have a look ahead as well. So much on the dance card today as a look at it. We are going to speak to Michael Morgan, who is, of course uh, has called it quits on his career. Daily Cherry Evans after that field goal at the death for Manly to get them their first victory of the season. He will also join us and Jerome Luai, a superstar for a superstar rugby league side, the Pen- Penrith Panthers. Speaking of which, Ryan Girdler is with me, as is Mark Guy. MG, I saw you on the telly last night, uh, pre-game, having a chat. You were there with the 1991 Premiership winning side. Uh, the, you were on the field as the team ran out, and you were on it, and they did the job beautifully. Before we get to that game, how was the reunion for you? Oh, it was awesome, Tone. Yeah, it was, it was fantastic. We had a a 10-year reunion, we had a 20-year reunion, now 30-year reunion. And, and th- the funny thing about it was, um, you, know, you, th- you know, you know when you used to go to school reunions and you wondered who that guy was or who that girl was because they'd changed so much. In- yeah, need name tags. <laughs> yeah, but that, that wasn't the case last night. Every time someone would rock up, you go, ah, there's Macca and there's, you know, Joey Vitanza and there's... There's Gubbo and it's just, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a kinship. Um, Gerds will tell you that when you win a competition together, it's probably the, as a sportsman, um, mm. it's the best thing you can ever do. It's, you know, I, I, I remember that day vividly and when Roy scored that try and then Brandy kicked the goal from the sideline, the jubilation that I had with inside me, I, I've never felt again. It, obviously, it's different when you have uh, children and you get married because they're kind of, you know, um, it's personal, so personal goals. yeah. But when and you, you share that with the community, don't oh, you? And you yeah, can see yeah, that again yeah, last night. Yeah, absolutely. And last night, too, Gerds, you see some of the fans from back in 91 yeah. who are still as vocal and as rampant today. And I'll tell you what, the atmosphere there last night with 20,000, uh, nearly 21,000 people was just extraordinary. It was, it was, it was fantastic tone. And um, to all the boys who are waking up with sore heads this morning, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm with you. Who, who was worst mm. on ground? <laughs> Worst on ground. I, I, uh, no, I can't really. I can't. I can't give anyone in. I can't dob anyone in. <coughs> Scarter. Uh, the, um, do the relationships change? <laughs> <laughs> do the relationships change from that? You know, when you were young kids and you played together, and there was a pecking order and all those sorts of things. As the years go by and people are doing different things in their lives, uh, or does everybody kind of fit back into where they were? I, I think they they all fit back into where they were. You know, we, we had. Um, Obviously, Brandy was there last night, kind of working. He was interviewing us for Fox. Yep. And then he got the the night off, which was great of them. Um, Freddie, unfortunately, didn't get the the night off. He was um, required for uh, the Channel Nine duties, but he'd done the lap of honour with us. And um, yeah, you go, you do, you go back into the exact same roles. Uh, Paul Nobby Clark held holds court. Um, you know, he's he's full of mm. jokes, and and then you got the other guys who are really deep thinkers, like Paul Dunn and and Barry Walker, and. But just lovely men, lovely men. And to see them all um, last night, it just brings back so many memories. You know how hard you work to get that premiership ring and you've done it with this, this bunch of blokes. And now we, here we are 30 years later and, you know, embracing and, and loving the new team that's coming through. looks like they're going to be 
Um, Doing a lot of unstoppable. Soon, yeah. Yeah, exactly. MG, yeah, how, exactly. How were you guys received? Because 30 years is a long time, and you spoke about seeing some fans that, you know, obviously mm. supported you back in the day and are still going to games now. But the majority of people there last night wouldn't have probably been alive and been supporting you guys back then. I mean, how, how did they receive you guys? Uh, epically. Yeah. It was a standing ovation by the whole crowd. Everyone, you know, we, it was a slow kind of lap of honour in the back of convertibles, thanks to Hertz. And, um, yeah, none, none of the uh, current squad at Penrith were born when we won the comp, so there's an, in, an indication. And, and most of the fans, they probably, or the young ones especially, would, you know, just go through what their parents had to say. Or, But, yeah, the, the, the ovation was unbelievable last night. And, then we settled in to watch a, a fantastic contest and we watched the the premiership favourites uh, strut their stuff. It was amazing. Yeah. And Ivan Cleary did pay credit to you guys how important that side was to the setup and the future of, of the Panthers. And I'm sure he would have told that to those young, that young team surrounding him. I remember how important that was for us. Really? To know that someone had, had sort of walked, walked that, 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 to that place before you in that same organisation I think is really important yep. because sometimes you just think it's a bridge too far, especially when you're a young team or you, you have a team that hasn't had a lot of success and all of a sudden you, I think you draw from the experience of especially and a lot of people say, oh, it, you know, a lot of the focus is always on the 91 as opposed to the 03 and, and, and I say, yeah, and rightly so because, I mean, these guys walked a path that no one else had been on yep. uh, and it's, it's like the first child, you know, and it's very, very special and um, oh, it was so good to just to watch how they that we were received last night and to see some of those characters because I went there in 93 so I got to play with probably 90% of those guys because yep. it was only a couple of years after they won the grand final under different conditions yeah. uh, but I got to know some of those guys really well and it was great to see them there last night good on them well certainly uh, they would have been made proud by the performance of the current young guns the Panthers when to get there next <laughs> Triple M Saturday Scrum for King G. Triple M rocks footy. MG Ryan Girdler. My name is Tony Squires. Reedy isn't with us this week, but he is going to join us for uh, some of his mail later. This, Why, he's got, uh, some, got a better offer, has well, he? Or got another job? What is, what's well, he he's up, up to, Reedy? Well, he sees himself as a semi-professional footballer. Oh, uh, does he? Yes, he does. Okay. He, well, <laughs> bullshit. Absolutely. I call bullshit on that. How do yeah. other people see him, Tony? Which well, is more important. Mr. Magoo. Exactly. Exactly. Well, you know, he's, uh, he was pretty good. He played A-League. Yeah, yeah. he did play A-League he for the Brisbane Yeah, but that's Royal. when the A-League wasn't the A-League. What was the B-League then? Was it, it was the, well, the C-League. Yeah, I'm not sure what it was called back then, but it certainly wasn't. It, it, I don't think they had a lot of people coming from other places to play and, con- and compete. Right. I think it was more of a local game, wasn't it? Just to, you know. Yeah, just pick up yeah. the team just, from around the yeah, joint. Yeah, I don't know. He was apparently pretty good, though. Well, well, if you ask Reed, he, he was, was very, yeah. very good. Uh, Reedy thinks he's very good at most things. Well, okay. he, well, he's, playing, so well, he's, he's got a very good job until he he's decided to play football instead yeah. of turning up. Exactly. Well, talking about turning up, last night, everybody was looking so much forward to the Panthers-Raiders game. Two of the competition's heavyweights see how they go around because we had last week a lot of lopsided scorelines. When I look at that Taipei Power scoreboard now, it was still uh, heavily the Panthers' way 30 to 10. Uh, they both started off, and MG, you mentioned it, the atmosphere was really good. Uh, there was a kind of bit of nerves early, uh, wasn't there? Yeah. It was drop ball mm-hmm. before they kind of clicked into gear. Yeah, it was, you're right, Tone. Um, there was, uh, it was a bit clumsy the first 20 minutes, and I think with Penrith at the moment, they've got so many, like maybe five or six players in their team are the best at that position in the competition at the minute. Yeah. You know, you've got Toto on the wing who just is unbelievable. Um, Fisher-Harris is in career-best form. 
Billy Kicker, every time he gets the ball, it's, it's look, uh, look out. Um, and the halves, well, uh, my, oh my goodness. Um, Nathan Cleary just is Mr. Consistent. And Jerome Luai, I think he's he's had try uh, nine try assists already this year in five games. He His performance last night has just catapulted him to in the uh, calculations for the Origin 5-8 yep. uh, spot big time. Now that Luke Keary has been injured, and if that was a selection trial last night between Jerome Luai and Jack White, and Luai won hands down. Yeah, absolutely. Jack White started. I mean, Canberra, they, they yeah. came through in the first few minutes, and then they scored through Jack White. A try not dissimilar to in the left-hand side to the Grease grand final try, where yeah. it was just powerful, too strong. And I thought, they are here to play. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and they were up that try. And then from the kickoff, might have been Hudson yeah. Young. Uh, you know, it, was an, it. it was a good kickoff by, yeah, by Cleary. Cleary. And he's got those different elements to his game where he can just... You know, you see a lot of teams, and we witnessed it last night, calling the Warriors and the and the Manly game. Um, you know, they have a try scored scored against them. They get someone to come back, and they kick out on the full. Yeah, yeah. And it's a it's a massive play. That was a really tight yeah. game. We'll go into that a little bit later. Nathan Cleary has a team score against him, and he generates in a way to get the ball back off the kickoff. Yeah. You know, there's moments like that in the game. Um, he's regularly um, be able to execute. It's quite a, outstanding, but. Yeah, Jack, they, I think sometimes they need to find a better way to get him into the contest. He sort of gets, for mine, stuck out on that left side a lot. Um, and I find that when him, that combination is probably not where it needs to be moving forward with Hodgson, young halfback in, in Williams and, and Jack. Yet it just doesn't seem, especially when they meet a side that uh, Williams to me likes, uh, he likes a, a defensive line that's not set. He likes a broken defensive line. He's a really good runner of the ball. But when he's got a set line in front of him, he seems to struggle with his options. He was a couple of times last night. He ran around in circles and went around players yeah. on his uh, on his inside and was penalised for a shepherd. So they've got a fair bit of work to do. True, but to be fair to him, he was coming up against a defensive line that has caused trouble for everybody so far this season. How many points have they conceded? Not a lot. No, absolutely not. I, but that, I mean, that's I what you need. Know. Rick, yeah, Ricky 26. said it at the end of the game. He said, we just learnt tonight how far we are away from being one of these teams that are going to compete. MG, uh, Gerds and I were talking just before we came on air about the pain that the Panthers forward pack can inflict. They've got guys who are just kind of all hard, pointy edges. <laughs> they yeah. just go hard at people. Yeah, um, Moses Liotto is very much an improved player. Um, it, it, well, I mentioned Fisher-Harris. Um, Kikau, Capewell, what, a, what an addition he's been to the pack. When you've got Liam Martin coming off the bench... Um, and he'd be the starting back rower in any other team. Spencer Lenu, same. Uh, the young firebrand. Um, they've got a fantastic bench. Um, Tyro May comes off the bench. Um, they've got so much depth. And uh, Isaiah Yeo has just gone next level as well since he's got that Origin jersey last year. And and I think the captaincy suits him. The the captaincy suits Nathan Cleary as well. He's really growing into that role as well. The Gerds mentions so many facets of his game that he's good at. Well, I think he's going to be a great captain as well. Yep. When you go through the lineup last night, Tony, they've got a few players at the moment in that side, in that 17. They came up against some, you know, some, some heavyweights in the Raiders um, who, you know, haven't played a lot of first grade or are new to that system or are replacing someone that's out injured. If you go through that side, look at Young Staines, first year of first grade. Yeah. Momorowski doing a great job, but being at a heap of different clubs because we've got some injuries in the centres. Matty Burton usually plays in the halves. Um, young Toto in his second year, and then you well, go on the other side too, Goods. Yeah, yeah, and playing on the other other side of that, and then you go to young Mitch Kenny. Like yep. he's just he's just yeah. coming to do something for Abercrombie. So, so there's half a dozen guys in that side at the moment um, that are inexperienced and that have just come into a system and shows you how well that system 
has been put together. Incredible. Yeah. The Raiders obviously were uh, affected when uh, Nicol Klukstad had to come off with the HIA and didn't go back in. And obviously, your fullback who helps guide your defensive system, uh, I think Rappanar went back there and you can see he was exhausted uh, you know, for much of that second half. Yeah. It's, a, it's a tough It was gear. really hard. That left edge then, and, and then Penrith usually attacked down the ledge, started sort of pushing over to that right-hand side and had a little bit of joy over there because they end up having, you know, guys in the back row, then, you know, Whitehead went into the centres and then Croker, who's a great centre, great defensive centre, but then found himself out on the wing. So, yeah, it threw their their defence into disarray and really, you know, has an impact on their attack as well. I think we saw last night, though, with with Penrith, with young Crichton, Mm -hmm. um... I think we saw last night that he's a better centre than he's, he's a fullback. I know that, you know, you don't want to judge him on one game, but we've probably had a couple of games with him now and we saw when he got into a situation where he played like he could as a centre when he got on the outside and threw that lovely pass to Staines to score. I think he's a lot more comfortable there in the centres and he, and he looks like, um, you know, fullbacks these days need to be able to take um, uh, the ball under a lot of pressure. Yeah. You know, they, 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 they get knocked around. You see those guys, Dylan, Dylan, Dylan Edwards and those guys. I mean, when they play, they're constantly on the ball. They're super fit, but they get knocked around. And I think Crichton, for mine, is, is a player that when he gets the ball, he needs a little bit of time and space um, to show us what he can really do. And he really was slightly do. out of position, obviously. The, the Croker no try, which probably could have been a try through that kick. He was yeah. just a little bit out of position there. I do like, in terms of that confrontational thing, a couple of uh, things. Uh, even... Tarpany. He was waiting on the sideline to come, <laughs> to come on. Uh, I'm minding my own business. What am I doing to this melee? He's holding a little card, <laughs> waiting to go on. Uh, Stain scores in the corner. I think might have even been Crichton decided to drag him into the celebration. He did. <laughs> and suddenly he was public enemy. He was in the middle oh, look, of a bunch of them. You, <laughs> can, you, you can bet your bottom dollar next time these two play, there's going to be fireworks, especially yes. after the, the Viking clap last night. And did you do the Viking clap, MG, <laughs> from the stands? I did. <laughs> it was hard not to. Yeah, I bet it was. It's one of my favourite things in the game to, yeah. to watch and to be part of it last night was awesome. Um, I know the Raiders mightn't have liked it, but it's kind of a act of re- uh, it's more of a thing of respect, I think, showing that you know we we love that and we're doing it back to you tonight, I suppose. And um, yeah, they'll be smarting after that loss, and Ricky will have them fired next time they play, especially after all the little you know nigg- niggles last night. Yeah. Josh Hodgson's been so important for the Raiders for such a long time. He was slow to get into the game, and then once yeah. he did, they looked good, and then, of course, he was injured. Mm. What do you yeah. think? Uh, oh, oh, yeah, he's, he's, look, he's an integral part of their team. You know, I, I, I think that the Klockstad um, injury can't be underestimated. He, yep. he runs close to 200 metres a game. He's mm. their fittest player in their, in their team. Uh, and once he got replaced, you could, you could noticeably see the Raiders attack kind of drop to another level, being live at the game. And you saw that Rapiner is nowhere as fit as Clockstad because some of the the attacking raids where Clockstad just is there all the time. Um, and that probably goes back to Gerd's point about Crichton as well at fullback. You, Dylan Edwards is Penrith's fittest player. And um, you've, to play fullback these days, you've got to be. Um, same goes with Pappenhausen and... Tedesco, so they, he's, he, he was a massive loss last night when he got injured. But they're a lot more dangerous when he's got the ball in his hands yeah. other than, you know, when he just picks it up and passes it to the halves. I mean, you've yeah. seen Jack White, and he's a great runner of the football, and I think that's where Williams is good as well, you know, when he runs the ball at a broken line. Um, but, yeah, if you take the creativity uh, from Hodgson and don't let him get involved and find a way to shut him down from, from marker and dummy half, uh, you really limit 
their opportunities. All right, you're both Penrith legends, and I know you know we we you want to keep a lid on, lid on it, but you got to admit Penrith they're the benchmark. Absolutely, there's just no denying anymore, Tony, where they're at, and every side's going to come after them. Um, they've got a real you know a strut. In, in there, a little swagger at the moment, yeah. and um, you know some teams are going to really come after them in a lot of different ways. But yeah, they um, I think every, it's infectious the way they go about their business. It looks yeah. like they love the battle, they love the contest, oh, yeah. and yeah. I think that's what a lot of other sides at the moment. You know, it's all well and good to enjoy the the tr- scoring of tries and all those sort of moments. But the sides that really love getting involved in the process and doing the dirty stuff and rolling their sleeves up. Um, and Penrith are, are that side. Oh, yeah, it goes to the, defense, the, the defensive side of, of rugby league, which is yep. the hardest part of rugby league. They seem to just revel in it. And they're, I think they're the second youngest team in the competition outside of the Broncos, so they've still got a lot of growth to do. But they're just – they're loving their footy at the moment. Why wouldn't you? I've, yeah. I've, over 600 days since they've been beaten at Penny Park. So yeah. it's like a, it's a, it is a graveyard for other teams. And other teams know it when they come there, they're going to face a formidable outfit. And now that we're kind of on the other side, t- touch wood, of, of COVID, um, seeing 21,000 people packed in that stadium oh, so last good. night was so awesome, so yeah. awesome. Yep, they love the contest and they clearly love each other. You can see that in how they go about their business. Jerome Luai, one of those guys who's the instigator of much that happens there. He will join us a little bit later on the show right here on the Saturday Scrum. Thanks to King G. Triple M, Saturday Scrum for King G. Triple M rocks footy. You will all know that Rugby League lost one of its true characters this week. In Tom Rudonicus. We've lost one of the legends of rugby league, Tommy Rudonicus. I've probably got no regrets, but I suppose I liked a good time a little bit too much. But I've forgotten. I played it with a passion. I was loyal. Where I was. He's died at the age of 70 after a long battle with cancer. Tommy made his name back in the day as the halfback for the Western Suburbs Magpies and the mighty Newtown Jets. Got two wooden spoons. Wasn't very nice. He played for Australia 29 times and was a regular in the New South Wales Blues. State of origin, there's no more biff-ups, and that's what's affecting the game. Even having a crackers coach in the 90s. Where I got the biggest kick was coaching New South Wales. He played 238 professional games of rugby league, and this was back in the 70s and 80s. It was tough. You're so tough, and you just can't go and swing a punch. You can't do anything. He'll be most remembered running amok in the mighty Western Suburbs Magpies jersey. The son of Ukrainian parents. He became the epitome of what it is to be Australian. Inducted into the NRL Hall of Fame, awarded an Order of Australia medal, and infamous as an Aussie larrikin. He put his hand up and said, Coach, let's call it the cattle dog. The legend, Tommy Radonikus. Rest in peace, mate. Indeed, if you wrote the character for a movie, nobody would believe it. It's just amazing. You heard, heard off the top there that it was, it was cancer that took Tommy Rodonicus, but it took 30 years to get him. He fought and he fought exactly yeah. the way he played on the rugby league field, MG. Yeah, Tony, he, he, he honestly did. And I think he had a, a heart bypass yep. in 2006 as well. Um, so the, the little man was a fighter, but he also was a party animal. <laughs> he used to love a party and... I had the good fortune of, um, you know, being on the same card as him as in all the speaking gigs with him and the late, great Arthur Beetson. Um, and just seeing them two do their stuff, it was just, you, you knew you were 
watching royalty just unfold. And I remember, the you know, because of them two, um, them two guys I just mentioned, Tommy and Arthur Beetson, um, State of Origin is the juggernaut it is today. They they both said, yep, I'll captain the, this first thing called Origin. And I think Arthur was in reserve grade for Parramatta at the age of 35 or something when he did it. And, uh, and I think Tommy was about 31 playing for Newtown and, uh, they 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 started something that here we are forty years later is the biggest thing in rugby league and um, I think that epitomises both these men. Um, Tommy was just a, a, a magic bloke. Yeah, well, what you saw is what you get, and he always finished with a. And I really mean that when he when he talked to you, he'd say something. But you know, he always says to me when I was you know retired, he said, "If I if I catched you, big fella, I would have told you never to change." You know, it's. I said, well, I never did change, mate. <laughs> 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 the, the few coaches told me they tried to teach me to train, but no. It's, yeah, just you know, a the big loss. About... And the, the, the outpouring of emotion and tributes mm. kind of solidifies his status in our game. Yeah, totally. The thing that I, I kind of – maybe the moment in this week just going, going through what everybody's had to say that appealed most to me it was it's not that we all know about his toughness, yeah. his legendary, and, you know, crossing the line, you know. Uh, out and out violence, let's be honest. Uh, and he didn't shy away from it. He was who he was. Yep. That was the game then, wasn't that it? Yeah. That was the game. And he was a little bloke protecting his turf and you know, yeah. and leading his team. So, But that's all, all by the by. What I loved, I, I saw Les Boyd being interviewed and he talked about all those stories of the, uh, the toughness of the man. But the thing that got me was that he said, and you mentioned Arthur Beaton, and I know he has the same feeling there. He said that at the end of every conversation he'd have with Tom Rodonicus, he'd say... I love you, mate. Yeah. Mm. And he expressed that emotion, uh, which to me speaks wonders for him. Yeah, it's often seen as a big man's game, isn't it, rugby league? And we've got so many little guys that come in, um, and especially especially the little guys that come in and and lead and are leaders. And some of them don't do it with words. Some of them do it with actions. And to see some of the footage of what Tommy used to do just to lift the people around him is just yep. phenomenal. Yeah. And we were lucky, MG, and I played with some people. Um, you know, Jeff Toovey's another little guy that comes to mind when you think about, you know, didn't have a lot to say, but just would hold Craig everyone. Hold it, Craig Gale would hold everyone accountable well around them without saying anything just because of their size and their determination yep. and their will to win and none more than Tommy. Yeah. What a legend. Uh, I wish I'd been on the speaking circuit with you, MG. I remember I, I was in the under-19s um, the, uh, in Lake Macquarie. Uh, we had a, a sportsman's night one, and Tom Rodonicus was the guest speaker. Uh, and it was oh. um, I've never heard swearing like it, because I obviously hadn't met my wife at that point. Uh, but it was just went work blue, but it, mm. I have seen so many jewels drop oh, when he speaks. Absolutely. <laughs> but you know what, just in all seriousness, and I know we're probably saying this, you know, that now that we're, we're all uh, thinking about his, his status in the game and, and, you know, lamenting now that the little man's gone, but, you know, some of these young guys are in our game at the minute, these little guys who who are under the pump, you know, mm. the the Milfords of the game and, you know, Ben Hunt up until mm. this yep. year, they, they could do with a, a, a YouTube watch yep. of this guy who his magpies were often wooden spooners, but that didn't mm. stop him from taking – aim at the biggest forward in the other team and trying to knock his head off mm. just to lift his team. And that's kind of the old, that's where the biting down in your mouth guard type of analogy comes from. Just get in there and have a go. I mean, what, what's the worst thing that can happen? Well, if you go for head, yeah, exactly. Being sent off, probably, MG. Yeah, well, the, <laughs> maybe just do a little bit less than what Tommy would have done. But <laughs> I'm, I'm, right. I'm, I was a Manly fan, and he took Les Boyd on one day. Like, what's he doing? And mm. that was his best what, mates from what's West. He, what's well. he doing? Uh, amazing, <laughs> um, amazing stories. Uh, amazing human, human being. A uh, sad loss for rugby league. Uh, Val Tommy Rodonicus. <laughs>
for Triple M. Saturday Scrum for King G. Triple M rocks footy. And uh, it's an absolute pleasure now to be joined uh, by a man played 168 games for the Cowboys. He won a premiership, uh, a dozen games for Queensland, a dozen for Australia as well. Sadly for Michael Morgan, uh, that career is over due to that chronic shoulder injury. He joins us right here, right now. G'day, Michael. G'day, thanks for having me. Uh, absolute pleasure. Just can I start off by saying congratulations on a, a wonderful career. How do you feel? Is there a sense of relief? Is there uh, any slight emptiness or is it just excitement? Where are you at? Yeah, thank you, mate. It's um, a bit of a combination of all of them, I think. Um, you know, the relief comes from uh, being a difficult 12 months, um, you know, the the things I went through with my shoulder. So relief in that sense that I'm not trying, again, to get it right to play, but like pretty sad that it's um yeah all finished up. You retired a long time, I hear. Well, yeah. well, that's right, true, girl, mate. Congratulations, that's true. Uh, fantastic career, mate. Loved watching you play. Just tell us a little Thank bit you, about mate. how difficult it's been over the past probably couple of months, just trying to get yourself ready to play with that injury. Yeah, well, um, I did a lot of work in the off season and the preseason, um, knowing that um, you know I just because of the troubles I I had with it. So I came into this season and the preseason said, I'm going to give myself every chance to, um, you know, have a good year and stay fit for the year. Um, so I left no stone unturned in getting myself ready for it. Um, and I got to a point where I was very confident with it defensively. Uh, my shoulder was feeling really good. Strength was really good. Um, unfortunately, yeah, it, was a, it was one tackle in the Dragons game and I just felt a massive crunch through it. Um, I think it was a, you know, the screws breaking, bit of cartilage and everything else that's in there that's not looking great as well. So... Um, unfortunately, yeah, that's what did it. Obviously, um, we, we celebrated last night a, our 30-year reunion for uh, Penrith's uh, 91 grand final win, Mick. Um, Highlight of your career, uh, winning the grand final with your, your best uh, best mates? Definitely, mate, yeah. Um, you know, I feel very lucky to have, um, you know, to be able to win one. <laughs> As everyone knows, they're extremely hard to come by. So, um, yeah, it's a huge privilege. And to be part of the first Cowboys team to ever do it and, yeah, some of those guys in that team um, will be, you know, some of my best mates for life. So it, uh, it, that is very special. I'd, I'd imagine, mate, being up at the club and, and you know, obviously being so passionate about the organisation to see them in the spot they are at the moment must be pretty hard. And now knowing that you can't contribute much on the field is going to be also uh, a bit of a process you need to go through. Yeah, it is. It is difficult. Not you know, there's part of me that feels very bad that I'm, you know, I, I can't, you know, continue to help. Um, I guess in a physical way. Um, you know, Todd's. I've spoken with Todd, and he wants me to, you know, st- stick around, particularly for this year, and help out where I can. If and if there's something that I can offer you know, any of the guys, um, I'd I'd love to do that. So, um, yeah, it's not it's not the start of the season we wanted. Obviously, um, you know, Todd, has, he, we worked hard through the preseason to try and, um, you know, change the way we wanted to play, and we've shown it. But you know, when you've been doing something for, you know, a lot of guys have been developed through a certain system or a different system to what we've got now. Um, so changes weren't going to, you know, be extreme overnight. And as much as we would have liked that to happen, um, it will be a bit of a process, I think. Michael, just going back to uh, the shoulder, people obviously have to make decisions for varying reasons. For you, obviously, your wife, Brianna, you, you know, she's been involved there, and your daughter, Penelope, who you know you want to throw into the air, uh, and <laughs> those kind of injuries. There are, there are things in your life that impact you, aren't there, that are other than the football field. The cause may have come from there, but the reasons for not being there are very different. Yeah, yeah, you're right. There are. Um, it is a bit like that. It, you know, after the first game this year, or 
the Dragons game. It, it was, you know, three, four days before I could pick her up comfortably and she's she's only six, seven kilos. So, um, but that's, you know, it's just something I dealt with to, that I had to get through and get right each week. But it is the small things like that, um, the little things in life that, you know, you, I guess, take for granted a bit. And, um, you know, now I'll definitely appreciate them a lot more knowing that, um, you know, I don't need to put myself through those physical battles anymore. Um, so it's probably something I won't miss about the game. <laughs> Just back to the Cowboy side of it, buddy. Um, you mentioned the, the different um, structures and, and stuff that Toddy Payton's brought to the table. What's the biggest difference between him as a coach and, and Greeny? Um, oh, there's a few um, pretty big differences. They're, they're very different personalities. Um, Toddy's, you know, you you can see the way he speaks, and I don't know if you if you know him at all as a person, but what you see um, on TV is you know what he's like in person. He's very honest. He's um, he's he has a very laid back, chill demeanor about him. But um, yeah, he can when he speaks without blowing up. He doesn't really give a spray, but he he's got the personality that you can get a stern talking to, and it means <laughs> probably just as much as a spray, if not more. Um, you know, whereas you know we saw images greeny over the years. He he. Didn't mind a spray now and then. Um, so, yeah, they're different in that way. Yeah. What about you've played with some of the, the modern legends of the game yeah. in your career, both with the Cowboys and, of course, with the Maroons. They obviously, the Cam Smith and Jonathan Thurston, they just stick out for you? Yeah, oh, definitely. I, I, you know, I was a teenager growing up, teenager here watching them play for, you know, obviously JT here, but watching them play for Queensland. And to actually be able to do that and, you know, play in that arena with them, um, yeah, look, even now, you know, it's something I am very proud of. And I know I'll look back one day and be proud of it as well. But, um, you know, yeah, right now I'm extremely proud of it. And it's a massive highlight of my career. I said yesterday in my press conference that um, you know, I'm lucky enough to play with and against some of my childhood heroes. Yeah, that's two of them. You're only 29, Mick. What about what's life in what's that life have you in store for you outside of footy? I mean, if you, you, you know. Just say, for instance, uh, the Cowboys this year. Then you, have you got a trade after any any tertiary education? Uh, no, I haven't had a trade or anything, mate. I, um, you know, seventeen and started training full time. So uh, the Cowboys and footy is all I've ever known. Um, mm. So I'm not I'm not I'm not 100 percent sure yet. I'm not um, a huge rush. The the club been good, and um, you know they'll give me a bit of time off. But like I said, if Toddy wants me in there, I'm. Still hanging around. It's not like I'm going anywhere, so um, I can wander <laughs> down and, and help out where I can. Uh, so long term, though, I'm not sure, mate. Just enjoy retirement for now, I think. Yeah, <laughs> Whatever it is, I'm sure cause... you'll be very successful at it. Uh, it's been great to watch you play, and whenever we've had the opportunity, terrific to talk to you. So congratulations once again uh, on your career, Michael Morgan. Appreciate it. Thanks very much, guys. There he is. Gee, he was good. What about that year they won the comp? And yeah. Then the, was it the following year when? No, I think it was. J- was it two J2 years was... after that? When J2 was out, 2017 maybe, when he yep. played halfback? Seven, yeah. yeah. He got Dallium halfback of the year. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he took him all the he way dragged, to the GF. Yeah, he yeah. Did. That's right, against Melbourne. Yeah, yeah, absolutely did. Incredible ride. There it is, 168 games for the Cowboys, as I said, 12 for Queensland and a dozen for Australia as well. Michael Morgan no longer lacing up the boots. A man who still is, of course, and used them to great effect uh, in a one-point win for Manly is Daly Cherry Evans. He'll join us next on the Saturday Scrum. <laughs> Triple M, Saturday Scrum for King G. Triple M rocks footy. Manly over the Warriors, 13 points to 12, and what a finish.
Here's Kraboyevich. Quick play the ball. Five seconds. Kroker back to DCE. He has a shot. He got it. He has a a shot. I think he's kicked it. Yes. I think he's kicked it, DCE, with two seconds to go. (laughs) Field goal, Manly. Field goal. (laughs) DCE, Manly win 13-12. Right on the bell. What a way to win a game of rugby league. And Daily Cherry Evans joins us right here, right now. G'day, mate. Hey, fellas, how are you? Oh, very well, thank you. How are you? A win. Was the sun shining a bit brighter, birds chirping this morning <laughs> when you woke up? Oh, it's, hey, fellas, you're obviously well aware of how long it's taken us to get a win this year. So that was, um, that, mate, that was a sweet one. And the Jez, way... It's come with, it's, yeah. uh, sorry, Tony. It's, it's come with the hour, come with the man. Obviously, it was, it was talk that it was either going to be you or Young Schuster to kick the field goal. Was it ever in doubt that you were going to take it? Um, obviously the first, the first one we gave, uh, Shui a crack, uh, just a bit of a different look. Um, but yeah, once he missed that first one, mate, does he only get one chance with those sorts of things? <laughs> he's, a, he's, a, he's a good kid, isn't he? He is, mate. He's got so much ability and I guess we all sort of saw a glimpse in his debut and his, his, his ability is never going to be tested. So we just got to make sure he keeps working hard on his game and keep improving. But, um, I, I definitely see a long future for him. Mate, it took you guys a while to sort of set up for that. I mean, you had it, you had chances sort of a little bit earlier on, but the wind was really strong, wasn't it? Coming, there was a southerly blowing, and you guys struggled running into that wind with your, all your kicks. And yeah, you waited till um, the very death to have a shot. <laughs> yeah, mate, you're right. Um, it it really snuck up on us that breeze when we came out after half time. It, it mate, it was pretty non-existent in the first half, to be honest, and then. Got a bit of a shot running out to it, and those kicks, like you said, on last tackle were a bit harder to get in the corner. So um, I felt like we were probably in range a few times late in that second half, but I didn't want to risk it. There's so there's so much risk with the seven tackle set now, yep. mate. So I just wanted to make sure that when we were taking that shot, um, there wasn't going to be much time left on the clock for the, for us for them to punish if we miss. One kick you didn't have any issues with was the one you put through for Jason Sub. He oh. can move. My goodness. <laughs> he's got a set of wheels, doesn't he, fellas? <laughs> yeah. They say he's the fastest in the comp. They reckon he's the fastest in the comp. Yeah, look, uh, I, it's one of those ones. We're never going to know, but he's, no. he's definitely out there. I mean, I don't know how you ever determine that. I, they got the GPS stats on him and stuff like that, but he'll, he'll sort of always be up that top top line of uh, speed speed runners in our game, mate. He's um, he's a proper athlete. For you, how far behind him over 100 are you, Daly? Can you, uh, <laughs> can, can you get hey, close? Start, I give myself. <laughs> <laughs> it was a, um, it, it was, look, again, um, some of the completion rates weren't great. I mean, but there just seemed like yesterday a better attitude around defence. Looked like you had a better plan when you had the football, a little bit more patient, a little bit more respect for those yeah. elements of the game. Was that the difference? Yeah, mate, to be fair, you've summed it up pretty well there, Gerds. Um, mate, we wanted to have a bit more um, of an emphasis on our start and in particular the way we defended early. So I thought we did that really well. And once once we gave ourselves a chance, mate, uh, to start the game well, you only had to look at the first month of footy. We were, we were done at halftime, you know. Yep. At the, at the time, we certainly didn't think we were done at halftime. When you watch it, mate, you should have had geez, that's a big hill to cover. But, mate, this week we started well. We gave ourselves a chance. We went into halftime tight. And then, um, obviously, to the Warriors side with it yesterday, mate. So it was nice to really hang in there late in the game and come up with a result. It's the sort of stuff you can build your season around. And, and then next next week you got Mudgy, uh, Glen Willow Oval against the uh, the yeah. Titans. That's a nice little road trip for you. Nice little winery out there as well. 
Oh, mate, I know. Maybe if we were winning a few more games, we could have gone for a wine tour. But no, I dare say she'll be all business, fellas. Hey, you got a couple of good young guys coming through, though, Chairs. Like, I mean, the form of, of young Paseca, like, he's he's been great for you guys. I mean, starting the off, obviously, he? <laughs> he's filling a big hole with, with Adam gone. But, yep. I mean, the way that he starts the game, plenty of aggression up in the face, got an offload in him. And then when Kepi comes on as well, mate, you're getting a similar sort of result. Yeah, they, those young fellas are really going well, mate. Um, they've been um, playing first grade for maybe sort of two or three years now, so they're they're at that stage to be fair where they need to sort of show that they're 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 a, they're a first grader, and I think they're doing that, mate. They're answering the call. Um, you know, Nell, Nella in particular, mate. I mean, um, I I don't know what what his allegiance is. I hope it's not New South Wales because I honestly reckon like <laughs> he, he's he's heading down that path. I yeah. really do. How has it been in terms of the spirit within the group? And you get that win, that's going to do absolute wonders for you. But with, with Desi and, and so on, how, how have you coped with these past few weeks? Yeah, look, everyone copes with it differently. Um, some people watch footy, some people don't watch footy this day and age. Like, it's not as, you know, players don't always watch footy. You know, that, that's certainly changed over, you know, my time in, in the game. But, um, you know, I guess... Most of us are sort of aware of what's getting said, not not necessarily all the details, but you sort of understand like there's oh yeah, a bit of chat about your club and stuff. So, you know, that we, we knew, we all knew that the best thing that we could do was go out there and put in a performance um, that we could be proud of firstly. And then secondly, you know, if we get a result, it sort of, it puts all the negativity at bay for, for at least a week anyway. So we've bought ourselves a week, but we know there's so much more hard work to come. But I, I really think we're up to the challenge Always, always nice on a Friday night, mate, to have that win. And what about you? You going to watch a, a few games over the weekend, or just spend some time with the family? Yeah, both, mate. I um, definitely enjoy watching footy, so I'll always have it on in the background if I'm at home. And um, you now the rest of the kids are the remote and try and get my show on, but um, <laughs> I do enjoy watching the footy, mate. So yeah, it's, and, and I. Probably watch it with the volume on now that we've won, but usually it's good <laughs> I watch it. I watch it on mute. I don't want to hear him talk about it. <laughs> Cheers. The, the game has undergone a bit of a change since COVID last year, i.e. the, the new rules we've implemented into the game um, that have seemed to have sped the, the game up. What's your take on the, the process that um, the rule changes have been brought into the game, and, and are you a fan of all of them? Um, yeah, look, I mean, like, some of them no, some of them yes. Um, I think the scrums in particular has been a great one for the game. Uh, that's really livened it up a fair bit. Um, and, look, I mean, the game's the game's quick. The game was already quick. I think it's the ball in play that's the biggest one. Um, you know, we've probably always – we've all identified that now. It's not necessarily how quick it is. It's the ball in play. So your fatigue levels are just going to get sort of more and more, I guess, and, and earlier in a game. So – I think it's something that's still being managed by all clubs and all teams. Um, we're not really going to f- know the full impact of this till probably later again this year. And I know we're all identifying a lot of injuries at the moment, but um, you know, I don't think we can blame all of them on the way the game's been played. But um, it certainly has. It certainly has had an impact, though. I'm not. I'm not saying anything else other than that. You know, yeah, but yeah, it, it yeah. has. It has. It has made a big impact. But um, I think. Everyone's adapting players and clubs. Therefore, if the game's changed the way that, that, that you're saying it has, does it change recovery? Does it change preparation? Do you guys behave differently now midweek other than what you have previously? Yeah, I reckon there's, 
again, I still think we're learning about that sort of stuff, Gerds. But, yeah, I think there does need to be a bit more of a shift around recovery. Um, sometimes less is more, if I'm honest. I know for yep. me that probably works a bit a bit more than, than others, I guess. But, yeah, I'm, I'm super conscious now of uh, what a day off looks like and, um, you know, still not, like, not doing anything. Doing nothing is usually the worst thing you can do. So I do try and always get moving. Um, getting the water, a bit of a stretch. I think that sort of stuff is uh, invaluable for you as you're playing through through the season. Doing nothing is not good for you, but I've got to change my regime. That's no good at all. <laughs> <laughs> just, not, just not every day, Tom. Yeah. Like maybe three times a week. Just, oh, no, just I, do, no, I do nothing three times a week. It's really good. Yeah. Uh, uh, what about, I oh, heard a little whisper that Tom Travojevic has had a fitness oh. test uh, today and he should be good to go next week. Well, that's music to my ears, fellas. I'm happy with that. <laughs> well, you lost yeah. your one last night too, didn't you? How 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 are some of those injuries? I think Jack's out for the season. Des might have said in the press oh, conference, wow. and yeah. and Dylan doesn't look um, like it's a short term issue either. Yeah, nah, both didn't look too good um, from what I've heard, but um, I think they've still got to go get their scans and stuff. So we'll cross our fingers for the boys. They've been they've been two pretty reliable fellas for us for a while. So um, it'll be a shame to see them out for too long, but. Again, fingers crossed the scans hold up all right. All right, mate. Always a pleasure to speak with you. Congratulations on uh, that win and the field goal to get the job done. Good on, cheers. Thanks for having cheers, us, lads. Have a good day. We'll do you, you too. Bye-bye. There is Daily Cherry Evans uh, on the back of Manly's 13-12 win over the Warriors, one they have been uh, breathing hard over and waiting for a long time. Uh, plenty to come. We are going to get Reedy's mail next on the Saturday Scrum. <laughs> Triple M, Saturday Scrum for King G. Triple M rocks footy. Triple M rocks the NRL 24-7 through the Triple M app. Thanks to Ream. Steady, hot and strong. Install a Ream.